the present and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. That God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven. So that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed, the number two, teach.com. God bless you, and I hope you'll join me and all the blessed to teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. All right, here we are. We are on um, Sunday. No, we're, we're we're Friday. Friday night praise and prayer. Sunday we'll be praise and prayer as well at 10 a.m. CST. Uh, but here we are on uh, Friday doing word and worship. And I have Gus in the house this time. So it's exciting. Gus, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Rick. How about you? I appreciate you sneaking all the way in from... Uh, from from your travels uh it's been a while since me traveling uh, that we've been able to do word and worship together so i'm excited to have you here so thanks me for making too. the time me too Rick. <clears throat> i am too for sure it's gonna be right. good well good well would you mind opening us up in a little bit of prayers tonight we're going to be talking about uh, john chapter 15 we're going to be dig digging into why the world hates us and also uh, the work of the holy spirit but uh, go ahead gus amen Abba, Father, we thank you for gathering us all here together tonight and to study into your word, Lord, to follow you as you instructed us to do. Lord, we're here for you. We invite your Holy Spirit in, Lord. We know your Holy Spirit lives within us, but we, we just invite your Holy Spirit to just flood this whole space that, that's been created here out every avenue to every person listening and watching here, Lord. Let your Holy Spirit just flood us flood our souls as we read 
your word about the Holy Spirit and why the world hates us, Lord. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen. We're of you and your kingdom, Lord. So let your kingdom come and your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much, Gus. All right. We're going to be going to do a few things here. Um, I did want to show you guys, though, um, a couple things before we get going. Normally, I just go right into the teaching and, and singing, etc., but it is Black Friday, right? <laughs> and uh, I know you guys are, are doing a lot of things, and, and this will actually help support the ministry as well as this gives you great great deals. So I just want I did want to just to show you this, and that is um, there's a couple Christmas sale. One is the is the company that my brother and I own, and that is QE Strong. Uh, you just give it a pain for 12 months. There's a deal for that. There's a, you know anywhere from three months to 12 months where it's incredibly low price now. And it's got a huge bundle. Plus you can get free shipping using the B2T code. You can find this in the link down below in this video. But also just go to the store on blessedteach.com. Blessed with, blessed with the number two teach.com or neighborhood.social, either one of those. You'll see the links down below in the, in the lower third there and go to the store, right? And you'll be able to see the link to these Christmas specials. Also, look at this, this Java Boost Coffee. You can get two of those bags off for 25% off uh, for Black Friday here. Again, just go here to the two bags and you will be able to get 25% um, off that for two bags. And again, this is the stuff that I just love. I have it every day. It keeps me able to do intermittent fasting. I've been able to lose weight. These are two Black Friday specials you guys might want to look at. I think you guys will enjoy it looking at the Christmas specials at the store at blessedteach.com or at neighborhood.social. With that, we are going to dig into the Word of God. And so, uh, Gus, we're just going to be starting with um, the reading of the in the middle of chapter 15, by the way. So this is where we are. There it is. And so we went through chapter 15, I am the true vine, the last time we taught quite a while ago. But now we are in the hatred of the world. So um, I'll read the first part of this and just have uh, you commentate on it. It says, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Therefore, the world hates you. Woo, a lot to chew on right there, Gus, and yeah, what's, what's some thoughts there? I'll be right with you, Rick. I got, hang on one second. Okay. Hey, no problem. It looks like a, look, look, like Gus might have got uh, called away to his dad or something. But uh, this, this is interesting because if you start digging into why the world hates us, you got to say, well, that's actually a good thing, not a bad thing. And um, I know that's not easy, easy sometimes, but... Um, you know, the world does hate us because we love Jesus, right? And that's a, that's a good sign. And if you look right here, and I'm going to turn off these references to make this a little cleaner for everybody as we open up new windows. I'm going to do that on each one of these real quick while we're waiting on Gus to return as well. Um, but what you'll see, I'm going to close these two windows. Everything should be nice and clean now. Um, again, um, if, if the, the world hates you, again, in John 7, 7, it talks about why. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify about it that its works are evil. So when it's talking about, he's talking to the Pharisees, the world can't hate, cannot hate you, right? But it hates me because I testify about its 
works are evil. So Jesus is actually talking about the evil of the world, and that's why it hates us. In John 1, 3, 13, uh, 13, you'll see, Do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. So Jesus is telling us that the world's going to hate us, right? And it's happening because he's calling out the evil. So we naturally are going to be calling out the evil, and that's why the world's going to hate us uh, for that for that very reason. Let me flip back over to Gus here. And uh, any thoughts, Gus, on this uh, first part where we're talking about where we're talking about the world hating us? Yeah, sorry about that, folks. I had to tend. Dad had a question about his medicine. Um, yeah, I think he covered it pretty well there. Um, you know, if you back up in this chapter, it talks about us being part of the vine, being connected to him. We talked last time about, we gave the analogy of like a, a plant, say a tomato plant and the, or a tree. The, 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 the vine is Jesus Christ. We are the branches and the fruit on the end of our branches comes from him. And the sap is the life in that vine that sap to me it's what i way i see it is the holy spirit so if we're tied into jesus we're going to be speaking the same words that he spoke not words of the world but the words of jesus christ and they hated him for bringing truth to the world because mm -hmm. darkness runs from the light and we're here to bring the light we're ministers of jesus christ to this earth so naturally anybody that's not of christ is of darkness uh and and they're not gonna g-haul with us you know they're, we're, we're gonna repel them more or less right you're you are not of the world it says in verse 19 there and you'll see it in one john 4 it talks about they are from the world talking about the pharisees and all that therefore they speak from the world and the world listens to them so that's not where you want to be that's the, right that is that is those people that are of the world but saying that we're not of the world, right? And here's John 17. We're going to get into this in a while. It says, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world. Now he's talking about us, just as I am not of the world. So we don't want to be of the world because Jesus isn't, right? And we want to be like Jesus. And uh, right. another one. Luke and how often, Rick, do we pray every day? Some people pray it a lot. The Lord's Prayer. Your kingdom come, your will be done. We're calling his kingdom into this world. And the world hates it. Anybody yeah. that's not of him, they, they hate it. Yeah. yeah and you, you'll see here even in Luke 6.26. Woe to you when all people speak well of you. For so their fathers did to the false prophets. Right, so this is another warning here in, in a different book where, where Luke's, Luke's talking about the same thing, right? Is that if you're loved by the world, then um, you're probably not doing something right. <laughs> and that's kind of hard, right. right, to think about it. But, uh, but, but, you know, just like the false prophets were loved by the world because they were given good news when they should have been giving bad news, right? Uh, so that's mm -hmm. kind of the, 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 the point, I think, of Luke, Luke 26 there. Um, but as we continue to dig in here on, on the hatred of the world, anything else on 18 and 19, Gus? Uh, let's see if you were the world. The, world uh, the only thing that just came to mind was, um, oh, I just had a thought the Holy Spirit gave me. Um, yeah, uh, the world pretty much 
speaks to itchy ears and, and preaches to itchy ears it, it pleases the flesh and you know our battle is the spirit against the flesh so there again that's why the world doesn't like God's word because it calls out the flesh even us when we come to Christ uh, the Holy Spirit the Lord chastises the ones he loves but we welcome it because we want the world out of us it's like when they came out of Egypt the problem with the people in the in the wilderness with all the issues that they had was they came out of Egypt but Egypt wasn't fully out of them yeah. and that's the same way with us when we come out of the world and we become born again like we talked about in John <clears throat> with Nicodemus he says unless you're born again you cannot see the kingdom of god that is spiritually through his word you can't see the mysteries unfold in his word and all these revelations um so yeah the lord talks about in the end times they won't endure sound doctrine and we're in those end times right now because you got a lot of churches preaching to itching ears and trying to fill the pews you know and going after this money 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 because money's the the love of money is the root of all evil so there you go yes and so and then we're going to dig into this in more detail as we go through um more of chapter 15 as well as probably dig into 16 but i wanted to jump into a song that kind of talks about this this is um this is first things first because it talks about reversing your desires right our worldly desires if you can just reverse them and put him first you know, things just kind of start working out a lot better, right? And that's uh, what this is all about, is uh, th this uh, first things first. And so, Annette, do you mind reading this one? Yes, of course. Thank you. Love too. <laughs> first things first, I seek your will, not my own. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Matthew 6.33 Your worth is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalm 119.105 To live your truth, walk your ways, all my desires reversed. Jesus said to him, I and the way and the truth and the light no one comes to the father except through me john 14 6 and the world is passing away along with its desires but whoever does the will of god abides forever first john 2 17 all the things i held dear what to do if they all disappear? Riches and fame never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's the prize? Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth. Lay up treasures in heaven. Matthew 6, 19. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Matthew 16, 26. I don't want to love what the world loves or chase what the world does. I only want you. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. First John 2.15 For everyone 
who has been born of God. And I'm sorry, I can't yeah, read the Overcomes the world. Oh. Thank you so much. 1 John 5, 4. Thank you. Uh, let's, uh, n- n- this is, hey, if you had a rough Thanksgiving, hey, it's okay. Because we're you just put, keep putting first things first. All the things that I've held dear, the vanities that whispered in my ear. What would I do if they all disappeared? Riches and fame and all that they could buy. I've come to find they never satisfy. What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't want to love what the world loves. I don't want to chase what the world does. I only want you. I only want you. First things first, I seek your will.
So we may be working through a few sound issues on the Zoom. Let me know if that uh, fixed it when I did that. Um, just to reset something on the Zoom sound to see if that was going to work for everybody. So I'm going to do that one more time. Um, this worked really last time, last time where the sound settings worked extremely well. So we'll see if that continues to work. And uh, so I'm going to read this one. This is uh, an August. I know we were used to good. Let's do what we did before, where I read the, I read the white and you read the blue, and we'll rotate it. Is that all right? That sounds good. That sounds good. Let's Amazing grace. I once was lost, a wrench blind, now found, I can see. And Ephesians 2, verse 1-2a says, And if you were dead in trespasses, sins it's which you once walked. And then we've got John 1, 14b says, We have seen his glory. Glory is the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. All right, just one second. I'm unlocking something so I can show Annette, I mean, show uh, Elizabeth. The hour I first believed, by grace my fears relieved. And I sought the Lord, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. And that's Psalms 34.4. God, my Savior, ransomed me, been set free, and like a flood his mercy reigns with an unending love. And 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19 says, Knowing that you were ransomed from your futile ways with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And then we've got the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. And that's Lamentations chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. Remember, so even if the world hates you, his word my hope secures he will be my shield as long as life endures he promised good to me and every word of god proves true he is the shield to those who take refuge in him and that's proverbs 30 verse 5. so rejoice when the world hates you because you're right there with jesus we can just be in his amazing grace your chains are gone
So beautiful, sound is perfect on Rumble and just realized I didn't have original sound clicked on when I flipped things on and off. So you guys will have perfect sound backstage now. Let's do one more song if you don't mind. Uh, Gus, I think I'm gonna skip this one just because I haven't got it set up correctly. I'm just redoing all, she did all my videos, it's beautiful. We're gonna come to worthy of it all right now. Go ahead Gus. Okay, I'll do the white this time if I can read it there, that top line. All the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast down their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. The four and twenty elders fall down before him. They sat on the throne and worshipped him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Revelations 4.10. This is where I should be when the world hates us. It's still on what's going to happen in heaven. What I always envision, Rick, is we're doing that right now here on earth. Yeah. Spiritually, all the saints and angels were bowed before his throne right here, right Amen. now. Mm -hmm. So the second line is, for from you are all things and to you are all things. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things, and for your pleasure they are and were created. Revelation 4.11 
Amen. And the third verse we're highlighting here is day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Malachi 1.11 says, For from the rising of the sun, even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations, and every place incense is going to be offered to my name. That's the prayers of the saints raising up. Let's worship to worthy of it all. Still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. Psalm 
praise and prayers of the saints. created all things and for your pleasure for from him and through him and to him are all things to him the glory be forever wow we're gonna um i know those three songs we could just worship all day with those beautiful songs we'll have a few more in a little bit but we need to dig in to the word because this is word and worship that's the worship part of that uh, i just love doing this 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 so so we try not to do any more than 10 or 12 minutes of teaching so, and then it's getting back right back into this beautiful music and so right now we're going to dig into verse 20. You want to read uh, verse 20 through maybe the end of this chapter, uh, Gus? 
get unmuted here, and I'd probably do it so you can hear me. That way, you can benefit at the same time I am while I'm reading. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, verse 20 says, Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. So if we're not getting persecuted, we may be doing something wrong, right? (laughs) If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. That's because our words are his words, right? But all these things that they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me, it was the father right verse 22 if I had not come and spoken to them they would not have been guilty of sin but now they have no excuse for their sin whoever hate or they have no excuse for their sin for whoever hates me hates my father also if I had not done among them the works that no one else ever did they would not be guilty of sin, but now they have seen and hated me and the Father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without cause. Woo! Yeah, let's tell you about that. Right? even more, isn't that? <laughs> it's interesting here in chapter 20, just about persecution, right? If uh, we, we can look at John 16, 33. Right, which are right here, which is one of my favorite memory verses, by the way. And we're in, we're about ready to get here as we go through the full book of John. It says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. All right, one of the beautiful verses is one of my memory verses that I think you guys would enjoy memorizing as well. John 16, 33, just said, you will be persecuted. You will have tribulation in this world, right, Gus? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I think even with the best is yet to come that we talk about with Trump talking about that, and I think uh, the Lord really is saying that, yeah, well, he is going to do some amazing things. The best is yet to come. But we're still going to have trouble in this world. All right, that's oh, yeah. why we just have to continue to just just, just hang on to that kingdom that can't be shaken versus this kingdom of the, of the world. Amen. Another amen. Anything else about this passage that you just read? Uh, yeah. I had a few thoughts. Um, basically, uh, the law came. Well, I'm going deep here, going back to the beginning, because that song we just sang, uh, from him are all things and to him are all things. Everything's been created for his pleasure. Yep. And once again, to reiterate, in case anybody new is out here tonight in the audience, he, because I used to think, well, Jesus came 4,000 years later. And I didn't understand the fact that he was the word of God in the beginning that said, let there be light. And he created all things. He's like the voice, the spokesman, spokesman for the Father. When you see the Father, when you see Jesus, you see the Father. When you hear Jesus, you're listening to the Father because Jesus said that I don't, I, I speak those things I hear my Father say, and I do those things I see my Father do. Another thing I always repeat again and again, but you really got to get the revelation that it's all about His Word and getting His Word in us and believing His Word, and then you then you can't be shaken. 
because he is truth. Whatever he says is truth. And that's part of believing, not just believing in a human person that lived 2,000 years ago named Jesus. It's believing in that, but it's believing that he is the word from the beginning and getting that word in us and getting all the precepts that we learn from childhood, from the world, from trauma, traumatic experiences, whatever that's stored in us. That's what brings us grief and all these things. But when when we get the word in us and we cast all that stuff out, before you know it, we're walking in peace and harmony with the Father, even though we're walking through a dark world. You can look at somebody that that you meet in the supermarket that argues with you and you'll actually have a different heart. You'll feel sorry for that person. Like they're, you, you can see that they're bound in what's stored in their heart. They're speaking from the abundance of their heart, you know, so... And again, that's why the world hates us. Well, at the same time they hate us, we hope that they would desire to want what we have when we truly have Jesus. And that would drive them to the Lord so that they would hear him. Mm-hmm. Because really it takes that, like the one song we sang before that, the hour that I first believed, mm-hmm. that's when our heart gets circumcised and that seed gets planted mm-hmm. in there. And so long as you keep watering it and following him, it's going to grow mm-hmm. from glory to glory. Amen. Thank goodness that grows because we need it. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting how here in verse 25 it says, but the, but the word that was written in their law must be fulfilled. Uh, they hated me without cause. So there's a couple of times. That, do you know where that is in the Old Testament? I'm sure you do. You yeah, 694. It it's actually in a couple of places. But this is the one I thought was the most relevant. Um, 69.4. It says, more in number than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. So if you have people that hate you more than the hair in your head, you're right there with Jesus, right? <laughs> so... Uh, um, and so that's pretty, pretty extreme, right? They're more in the numbers than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Mighty are those who would destroy me, those who attack me with lies. What I did not steal must I now restore. Yeah, so that's pretty wild, isn't it? Um, and it reminds me, I believe that a lot of this is happening to the Jews, right, right now where uh, you literally have massive torture came in from Hamas cut from from there um, you know without cause the, the, the fact those people that are living in the south near Gaza were the probably the most liberal the ones that were trying to say that give the Palestinians love and they're going to love you are another very ones that got slaughtered right you know so totally without cause because those were loving people some of them literally brought refugees over the Palestinians were working in their towns they loved them and those are the very ones without cause that got um, punished, right? So we can we can know that um, you know if you are um, being mistreated without cause, a lot of our family you know will will judge us at, at Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you probably had a hard Thanksgiving, but don't worry about it because you just hold on that kingdom that can be shaken, and your rewards will be there. Gus, anything else on that? Well, another thing I was going to bring up is that. Uh... You know, the Sadducees and Pharisees, the religious people, are the ones that that's Jesus' greatest enemy. He came to the hurting, the ones, the sinners who were hurt and needed healing and uh, healing their hearts and whatnot. But Paul, who wrote 
most of the New Testament Bible was one of those such people. And he was killing Christians and, and locking them up and hurting them in the name of God. He thought he was following God. He didn't know until he met Jesus on the road to Damascus that Jesus was the word of God. And then look what Jesus, one touch from Jesus and it turned his whole life around. And then he ended up writing most of the New Testament Bible and preaching to how many different nations around the world at that time and spreading the gospel. Yeah, that's a that's definitely a word I got here just recently is that he is, is the Lord that really convicted me when I was in my quiet time when he basically said, you need to be praying for all those people that you stop praying for because <laughs> I gave up hope, right? And it's like, you know, just think about the people that gave up hope on Paul, right? Uh, who Or Saul, who was killing them, right? And persecuting them, following them. And, and God literally changed his heart. Right, completely to the point where he became the biggest zealot for the church, right? For Christ, for the Gentiles. But, yeah. Amen. And we all got somebody probably in our family or a friend that we think, oh, Lord, they'll never change. That's the worst thing we can say. Mm -hmm. Because we're called to speak those things that are not as if they are, and we speak life into them. We pray over them and hope that with the hope that they're going to come into the kingdom that one day if not us someone will say something to them or the lord will will cause something to happen in their life and they'll have that aha moment and they'll realize that hey there is a god that created everything including ourselves and we're to worship him and not this world you know and that's the best we can hope for that's what we're here for yeah but the cool part is that he talks about an abundant life as well here on earth right and so even though the world hates you, you can have peace that transcends all understanding. And this is when the helper comes in. Verse 26 says, But when the helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. And you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Right, so this is all turned right now here at the end of chapter 15, going into 16. And uh, wow, Gus, anything on 26 and 27? Well, I think I'll go a little deep here. Uh, when the helper comes, we know who the helper is. It's the Holy Spirit that couldn't come until Jesus came because it was written in the Old Testament that the Messiah would come. He would suffer wrongly. He would never sin, but he would suffer wrongly and take that place our place that he basically became the serpent on the pole he took all the sin of the world to himself and the devil says ah i got him now and he killed him on that cross and jesus died went down to hell and preached to all those people going back to adam to give them opportunity to come along to heaven with us and then he rose again and people saw him for 40 days on this earth and 500 people watched him ascend into heaven Amen. It's just uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, and that's kind of pretty good proof because many of them are still alive when they were writing the scriptures, right? So, so five hundred people. Not many people know that it was forty days and five hundred people um, that Jesus spent time after his resurrection before he ascended. So that's a that's a proof that uh, it's kind of hard to argue with. <laughs> and, and to finish uh, that up, he ascended to heaven, sat at the right hand of the Father, and then he was able to send the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Because in the Old Testament, it was just select people that God chose, the prophets, to speak to the people. 
just the prophets. Mm -hmm. Now we're all have the opportunity to prophesy and be prophets as we hear from the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit couldn't come until he left. Mm -hmm. So he could come to us. Now the Holy Spirit lives inside us and bears witness. Now the Spirit and the Word are one. So you know this word, you get that word planted in you that it goes with the spirit because they're they're together, they're one. They go in there. So the more this word you get in, the more that spirit you got in you. And when you fill your word with that, your heart with the word, it's like that's what you speak from the abundance of your heart. So you just flow the Holy Spirit out of you. And the Lord will, the closer you get to him, the more he's going to be intimate with you and share things with you that you can share with others. He doesn't share it with us to keep it to ourselves. He shares it with us so we'll share it with others. And Amen. if we all do that together, we're constantly growing in the Lord. It's awesome. Yes, and that's where 16 kind of moves right into it. It says, I've said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I have told them to you. So, wow, Gus, what do you think about that? Whoever kills you will think they're offering service to God. Amen. And who killed uh, Stephen? Mm -hmm. Paul was there when that Stephen was killed. A lot of them think that, Paul, well, although he was stoned by many, Paul led it. Uh, he was standing there. He said they, they parted their garments or laid their garments at Paul's feet. And Paul thought he was doing that in service to God. But that, right. of course, was before the road to Damascus. But there are many like that. Uh, I think um, the people that nailed Jesus to the cross, the Sadducees and Pharisees, they think they were in service of God, I think. They were deceived by Satan. That's why I think Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, because he recognized he wasn't wrestling with flesh and blood, but spiritual entities, powers that consume us, mm -hmm. again on us, lie to us, and then when we come in agreement with them, then we're working on their behalf instead of on behalf of the Lord. It's all about getting this truth in us so that we know the truth from fiction. If you don't know this word, you don't know truth. You know, the, water's, the world's got a watered-down truth. But John 17, 17 says, Jesus speaking to the Father, sanctify them with your truth. And then he goes on to say, your word is truth. So all the answers are in this book, in the Bible, in these scrolls. Amen. Amen. And just, just like Saul ravaging this church, killing Stephen, and Saul approved of his execution, the execution of Stephen, then... And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. And so we see here this great persecution that came here again. And this reminds me again of these Hamas people literally slaughtering Jews, Jews thinking that they're doing what's, what, what's, what God wants. I'm going to get 72 versions and all. right. I remember this this. Uh, person calling this dad after he says dad i killed 10 of them with my own bare hands i'm a hero can you imagine that that is how delusional this comes the world will become as a as a look at this and uh, but the good news is that is that we do have this work of the holy spirit coming here and this and we'll, we'll i'm sure i think we'll end with this last paragraph or maybe we'll get through both of these paragraphs gus and then we'll move into, we'll get back into this after a couple of worship songs. But this is the good news. 
right, is that we have the work of the Holy Spirit coming into us and we can have the abundant life. We can be at peace despite them wanting to kill us, right? And uh, again, if we are in the Lord, we're going to be like in Goshen. We're going to be protected. He's our, he's our refuge. He's our protection. And that's where that peace that transcends all understanding can come, even in the midst of everyone hating you. <laughs> or if more- Amen. Amen. Because we have no longer have a need to fear even death. Mm-hmm. Because death now becomes an upgrade, even in, in death. If we, if we succumb to that in this battle, it's an upgrade. The enemy loses again because another one of us go to, to, to right. heaven. You know, It's a great place to be as opposed to walking around scared and anxiety and letting the enemy work you like a marionette puppet You know, with everything he wants to do through your emotions and, and everything. It's a, it's a peaceful place to reside. Amen. And uh, all this could be kind of summarized into his grace is enough, right? (laughs) And so that is what we'll see next is uh, it is his grace is enough. Go ahead, Gus. Now, I guess that's my turn to do the white. Your grace is enough, it says in the first verse that we're going to emphasize. And he says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. Great is your faithfulness. You lead us by still waters. And we've got Lamentations 3.23 says, His mercies come to an end. His mercies never come to an end. They are never, they're new every morning. I'm sorry. Great is your faithfulness. Again, that's Lamentations 3.23. And he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And that's Psalm 23.2. All right. I'm just getting another camera working here on this, this view. Great is your love and just... Oh, no, remember your people. Remember your promise. Yes, remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promises revive, revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. And that's Psalm 119, 49, and 50. Great is your love and justice, God. And for great is your love, reaching to the heavens... Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. That's Psalm 57, 10. And finally, Isaiah 30, verse 18b. For the Lord is God, the God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for Him. Isaiah 30, 18b. Thank you so much, Gus. Remember, my hard life is His grace is enough.
Yoshi's never come to an end. They're, they're new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Mm. And we can just celebrate our God. He awesome. says, Go ahead, Gus. Our God is greater, is stronger, is higher than any other. For I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods. Psalm 135.5 God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139.4 and 5. And the second verse here is, we want to highlight is, if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? Amen. Amen. It says, Romans 8.31 says just that. If God is for us, who can be against us? And number three is, water you turn to wine. Open the eyes of the blind. All right, trying to get another camera going there. I've got them duplicating some people. <laughs> Even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. John 10, 38. Hold on, seeing double there for a second. <laughs> and the fourth verse here, right? Number four is there's no one like you, none like you. There's none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Psalm 86, 8, let's worship to our God.
none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. beautiful stuff is that huh? <laughs> so bring Gus back up wow so if we work the Holy Spirit I want to kind of get through this a little bit because this is kind of like ending on the good news part of this do you want to read this part I guess sure work of the Holy Spirit I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you but wait a minute I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. So he didn't say him at the first when he was with him. He's fixing to be without him. So he says, but because I was with you. But now I'm going away. I'm going to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. That is, he's going away. They're sad. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. But if I go, I will send him to you. Woo. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they did not believe in me. And again, that's the word from the beginning. Mm -hmm. is the light if you're outside of that word you're in darkness right <laughs> and you will see let's see so concerning righteousness because i go to the father he's going to become our advocate so if we confess our sins before him he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and we grow from faith to faith in him because we're in grace and concerning judgment because 
the ruler of this world is judged. Mm-hmm. And of course, we know who the ruler of this world is. Yeah. Himself, the fallen angel, who decided he was going to challenge the God that created him. What an idiot! Yeah, he is right. Uh, this is this is interesting. That's the work of the Holy Spirit there. And I just love this. It says, "Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I did not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you." Right. So, um, mm. and that's uh, John 7. We talked about this, um, I don't know, several months ago. It said, now this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as yet the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. So they had to wait for Jesus to be glorified in order Amen. for the Spirit to come. So even though the, the world hates us, just like the world hated them back then, we have a huge advantage over the apostles before... Pentecost, right? Um, we actually get the Helper, the Holy Spirit. They got that on the fiftieth day at Pentecost, right? Yes, yes. It's kind of like Jesus on the cloud, the way I see it. You know, the the, the enemy copies everything. He can't create anything. He, he copies and mimics what God does in a distorted means or distorted way. And it's my opinion that that's what he's doing with this internet. He's trying to become omnipresent. Where he's connected to all of us and knows mm. he can spy on us and see these things where god doesn't need the internet to do those things <laughs> yeah. he's god his spirit is everywhere and he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake <laughs> he, he's the one that knows us inside now you know uh even santa claus was a mimic, uh, mocking of him you know mimicking of mm. him but uh yeah this holy spirit that we're all tied together with we're all right now everybody has received christ and believes in him and follows him it's like we're all in it we're connected each one of us no matter where you are in the world listening to this right now we're connected it's amazing that is that is that is and uh, what we let, let's let's go into a little this this next next part here and then we'll have a bit a good stopping point for today i did want to let you guys know that um some of the words I've been getting from the Lord, I'm not sure if it was today and I haven't posted it yet. I was going to go look about this here real quick. This Rick's alone time with the Lord where I'm just uh, spend time with the Lord and listen to what he's telling me. And it's real interesting. I think he said something about what you just talked about. Um, the enemy is in pure panic right now and his operatives are in confusion. Remember, Satan can only be in one place at one time and is not omnipresent like I am. He can give commands to a limited number of his forces and controlled operatives each day when I can guide every one of my submitted vessels in every country and in heaven on earth every day. <laughs> Woo! That's mm-hmm. omnipresence versus trying to use the internet, right? Just like you are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it sure is. It sure is. And like I was saying before, in the Old Testament, it was to bring the law to us and show us what the law was and show us we couldn't fulfill it on our own. We needed a helper. We needed mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because in essence, uh, we're made of the dust of the earth. We have a spirit in us, but it's like we become married to that Holy Spirit in Christ, you know, and, and, and we, when we succumb to him and believe in him, that's what it's talking about. His grace is sufficient for us because his strength is made perfect in our weakness. It's when we 
come to realize we're we're sinners we're not god that created this world <laughs> i think satan wants that well what's noah you all know harari say all the time that they're they're becoming gods with the internet and all this stuff it's craziness it's craziness but now with the holy spirit we all get connected it's, the connection is within us it's not on the outside and we acknowledge that that we're sinners and from grace to grace he teaches us to walk and and you know he's looking for a spotless bride so we're all connected we are all his bride Amen. and we're helping each other to cleanse each other to become that spotless bride for him so when he comes we're a glorious church yes that glorious church he's talking to me about that as well where where, where he is uh, really cleaning house in his church um i think that was the word i just got today but it was like he's really going to use his remnant and it's going to be so obvious who is really submitted to him and who's not right who's 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 being leaned by the cabal who's who doesn't have him first and who who's putting first things first right so if you really want to be in a good spot in this chaos time period make sure you're putting him first you're submitted to him and i think you're going to be that your his power is going to flow through you it's just so exciting and that power is really because the Holy Spirit resides in you. And that's what verse 12 gets in there. This is verse 16, 12 of John. It says, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, and he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Woo! Anything Amen. there, Gus? That kind of sounds like prophecy, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare it to you, the things that are to come. So many people don't believe prophets exist today. And in essence, there, there's people in the office of prophet, but there's all of us have the gift, says in... Uh, First Corinthians chapter 12, one of the gifts of the Spirit is prophecy. So we all have that ability to hear from God and share it with others. Mm -hmm. And I think the more we are given, the more he gives us. And, yeah, it's kind uh, of interesting. Have not, even what they have, they don't have. You know, if you don't share it, he sees you're not sharing it, he's not going to give it to you, you know. Yeah, and, I, and I would apply this a little bit to my whole experience with doing the Nathan French technique and actually hearing directly from the Lord for the first time, right, in a more direct way. And that is, and that is, uh, if you look at, like you said, it, and I'm not in the office of a prophet, and a lot of people, most people aren't, that are probably listening to, to us right now, but God still wants to speak to you and direct, direct you. I really believe, especially in now, at such a time as this, he's got you selected and he wants to give you specific direction, right? So there's one thing about just reading the Bible and writing down in your in your book what what you feel God's saying to you and praying to Him, and but you're really not expecting to hear Him saying uh, speaking sentences. And that's what He's been doing to me. That's what He's doing to Nathan French. And we're not office of the prophets, right? So look at but look what this says. This says when the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth, and He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. So that means He's gonna. That means the Holy Spirit's gonna be speaking to you. I think in your inner man and just in general, that's fine. But I believe He's gonna start speaking to you in specific sentences now. If you'll just uh, do what I talk about in the blog 
uh, Rick's Alone Time with God, or you go or you go buy Nathan French's book. You go to NathanFrenchMinistries.com or go to my Amazon and just buy a book that's called It's Not Meant to Be a Secret. God wants to speak to you. And uh, I really think that he is going to do that. So go ahead and and guys, how do you know? How do you know um, that, that the spirit's speaking to you, and he'll declare to you things that are to come? I think one thing that you know when you're fully submitted and you're putting him first, the way the first sign you're going to get is just an overwhelming peace, right? Even though you, mm-hmm. you're not of the world, and people may hate you, and chaos is going around, guess what? You can be at peace. Anything else, guys? Amen. Well, verse 14, that next verse, He will glorify me. Now, who's speaking here? Jesus Christ. And who is Jesus? He's the Word from the beginning that became flesh. He's the Word of God that said, Let there be light. It's all the whole Bible. You know, everything that's been spoke. So he's going to glorify, the Holy Spirit's going to glorify the Word. So it's going to be in line with the word. If it's in contrast with the word, what's it say? Uh, though Paul said in uh, what book was it? Help me out, uh, Rick. Where he said, "Though we are an angel from God, teach Galatians you any other yes, yeah. any other gospel than what you've been taught. Let him be accursed." Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't line up with this word, that's our plumb line. That's how we know truth from fiction. So if they're Someone's telling you stuff uh, some willy-nilly way and, and getting off into darkness and sharing things that don't align with the Lord's precepts because God is love. He is peace. He is joy. Look at the fruits of the Spirit. That's the fruits of this Spirit that's inside of us. So if we're, if we're working through the Spirit, that's what's going to flow from us. And when we, when we have instances, and we all do, we have something other than the fruit of the spirit flowing up sometimes we get angry sometimes you know we'll get bitter we'll we'll mess up but when we see that it's important let the holy spirit show that to us and all he's looking for us is to see it recognize it so we can come out of agreement with it with satan and pray lord please forgive me and he'll wash you and he'll take that thing away and then from glory to glory you're going to become better i'll tell you i used to be a wretch I mean, that was awful. I ain't no great thing right now, but I mean, I used to be a real wretch, and the Lord has done great works through me. I've got, I'm not boasting. If I'm boasting anything, I'm boasting the Lord because it's Amen. all Him mm-hmm. inside of. That's why He will glorify me. The Lord says, "A person glorifying themselves is not from the Holy Spirit. They're glorifying self." But if you glorify Jesus and acknowledge the work He's doing in you. That's what it's all. That's how we all become one because we all believe the one word. We may perceive it in different ways at times and that, but if we got what do you say, Rick? The right gospel, the right God, right God, the right gospel, and the right the right. I'm sorry, the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. <laughs> the right gospel. Amen. 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 Yeah, and what you just said there is is, is prosecution. Rest. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I said the prosecution rests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, that's I was being silly. But even if we are an angel from heaven to preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. And I can't tell you guys this is why the right gospel is so important. There are so many people out there that try to add works to this. They try to add baptism to it. Right? We have uh, some uh, some people that are very close to us that just continue to 
just teach incorrectly that baptism is required for, for salvation. When there's massive verses all over the Bible saying it's, it's, your, it's your words and your heart that save you, not your works, not your baptism. Your baptism is a symbol, right? Um, and so, so there's just certain things that we just can't compromise on. And one of them is this. That's why Paul was so saying, but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, the gospel is by faith alone. It's 100% Jesus and 0% you. So I, I think that's where we'll, we'll end this, is making sure that you guys all are, are doing that, that you are, you are putting, um, not depending on yourself, you're depending on Jesus and Jesus alone. And um, I know we, we I, see Elizabeth said she might have had a question. Go ahead, Elizabeth, why don't you come on and just uh, talk a little bit about what that might be. Teresa had one earlier and I okay. lowered her hand. <laughs> and so, sorry, Teresa. Yeah, either, yeah, why don't we get uh, Elizabeth and then Teresa. And then. Yeah, um, yeah, I was, I've been doing it. I used to do it years ago and then I seemed to stop, you know, writing things down. God gave me songs and all sorts of things, but that was when I was going through a really difficult time. Um, and yeah, I've sort of rekindled that again. So that's really cool. Not, just not as consistent as I'd like. But the amazing thing also was um, I was watching Paul last night, the movie, and it was just you were just talking about, mm -hmm. you know, the stoning of Stephen. It was just quite crazy that I thought, oh, I just saw that last night, you know. So it's uh -huh. lovely when that connects, you know. That yeah, we, it is. Um, That's awesome. We appreciate you. You're singing. Yeah, I, I love your uh, worship where you're actually standing up. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I decided to stand, you know. So <laughs> right. That's awesome. it's so good. Thank you, guys. It's That's a blessing. Awesome. Yeah, so it really is good that God can really speak to you and then he makes those connections, which is so encouraging because we are a family and I, mm -hmm. I love you guys. So it's just so encouraging. Yeah, thank you Amen. so much. Uh, I guess, Teresa, you had something too, huh? But I think you're another hand now. So, and then Shuri. It's awesome. To I had kids. something earlier, but I think I forgot what it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's been so long ago, I forgot. I'm sorry. That's okay. What an awesome scripture, though, about the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's awesome. So we yeah, appreciate you, Teresa. We can't wait for another praise and prayer. Get some uh, updates from you, hopefully, on Monday if you can make it. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Um, Shuri, go ahead. Hi, everybody, first of all. Yeah. After being Hello. sick for two weeks, oh, still ouch. I am. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I was watching on Rumble. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't believe and I don't accept. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I doubt it. Because when we accept Jesus Christ, he said, I forgive your sin from past, now, and forever. I don't understand why most of people, they say, I'm a sinner or we are sinner. To me, if we, ex I say it personally, I know brother was saying it, we are sinner. Many, many times he say it. So if we believe we are a sinner, so we have to put the uh, Jesus on a cross again till we be forgiven again. We make mistake, but we have a Holy Spirit and he's correcting us. He's teaching us, don't do it, don't say it or whatever. But we are not sinner at all. <laughs> this is my idea. <laughs> That's a good point. And pray for me and pray for me to please to get 100% healed. Exactly. I didn't have Thanksgiving, nothing. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. We're so happy, happy yeah. to have you back. 
Any any thoughts Thank on that, you Gus? So <laughs> well, I can I can see what Sherry's saying because once we're saved uh, and we trust in Jesus Christ, we believe in Jesus Christ. Uh, we're no longer sinners, but Sherry, would you say that it's possible that we could sin, and but we have an advocate with the Father, well, and we're well, in this you, period of grace right now, so that if we die, we're going to be with Him. But, but we, we are not supposed to sin. We are supposed to be watch what we are doing, what we are saying, or whatever. I'm not saying everybody is perfect. Yes. Some people, even though they are believer, they go do sin major, major. But still they say, I'm a forgiven. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Because, again, this is me. If we say we are a sinner, we are saying the Lord Jesus said, forgive us. He is a liar. Man. I'm sorry. No, no, but this is, this I'm is not disrespecting you. I really don't disrespect you, but yes, again, people, they sin some way, somehow, big one. I'm not talking about, but he said, every, I uh, change your heart, you change your mind every single day. So every single day, when we change, we watch, we read, like prophecy brother, read it every day. So then we're not going to do bad things. We're not going to do bad things. So it's not call it sin, call it mistake. <laughs> Again. I, I, like, I like that. I, let, let me address this a little bit because this is a big, this is a big thing that I love to, to, to talk about, right? And, if, and I'm going to bring my lower third back onto this view. But what you have here is a, is a great discussion going on that I, I love to talk about, right? Because, because remember... You have assurance of salvation. When you accept Jesus in your heart and truly do that, he's got you in his hands and nothing can take it away, right? You are forgiven from past, your present sin, and your future sin, okay? But I, yes. you can argue that, remember, when you send in the smallest iota of the law, you send in them all, right? So you're no better than, than, than uh, the, 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 the person out there that is actually, from a perspective of your works, you're, even though you're trying to do good, and you may be doing smaller sins, you're still uh, need to just always recognize that you are a, a sinner from that perspective. But there's a very good point that a lot of people make. You shouldn't be thinking of yourself like that. You are a priest, you are a king in Christ, right? And you, and you are not living in sin on purpose and you're gonna make mistakes, but you are, you are in peace. You're gonna live mm -hmm. an abundant life. Why? Because you have the refuge of Jesus Christ. You have the Holy Spirit living in you. And so enjoy that. Enjoy the assurance of salvation. Enjoy yes. the fact that you don't have to have condemnation. There's no condemnation mm -hmm. in Christ Jesus. So enjoy your life and love it. And, uh, and but but again, I, I agree. You don't call yourself a sinner anymore. You just uh, you just move on and know that your future sins are even forgiven. Um, but also recognize that you are not perfect. There's nothing to boast about except for what to boast. Nobody is perfect. Right. We mm -hmm. cannot well, be perfect. When we come to Christ, it's, it's imperative when we come to Christ that we recognize we're a sinner, right? That we need salvation. Yeah. And that's a, and that's and that's where the part of this gets into a little bit of uh, get of nomenclature, right? And so yeah. and so I just think it is important that you don't call yourself a sinner, but you recognize that you are saved, 
right from your sin <laughs> that's important that's important yeah but when we mm-hmm. are on a media or whatever right like you are and you say it we are sinner then when we give a good news to the sinner or give a good news or whatever then they're gonna say also what if what a different i was a sinner you were a sinner too so what you're saying this he's gonna forgive our son you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. yeah and again 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 now this this is part of part of this comes down to to no, nomenclature right of what your terminology you're using saying that saying you made a mistake that mistake is sin often right so we just have to understand that we will sin in the future but we are, we're, we're not a sinner because we're forgiven, right? I think that's a big difference. So I think that that's what a, a yeah. difference. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Sorry. Thanks. No, good discussion. I that's why we have this at the end. It was a good discussion. And I just think I'll have to go back and see how I worded myself there mm-hmm. because I don't count myself a sinner. I know that it's possible for me to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think those mistakes. You said it many, many times. I'm so sorry, but I get brave Tonight to come I'm... and say it. <laughs> don't say it <laughs> don't say it but honestly i respect you guys yeah we uh, love, we love i think sure. you said yes we acknowledge that we are sinners we acknowledge right we acknowledge. yeah yeah when yeah. we do wrong things because as we do struggle with the f- spirit against the flesh so i put it in, uh in other words what i'm saying is and i understand what Sure, he's saying here's a good discussion, <laughs> but um, what I'm saying is is that we are human and we have this treasure in earthen vessels, but we're still struggling between the spirit and the flesh as long as we're here on earth. And if when we make those mistakes, if we don't acknowledge them, we just say, Oh, I'm saved because Jesus saved me, and keep on sinning. I don't think the Lord wants that. I think he wants us to follow him and acknowledge when we make those mistakes and say, Lord, please forgive me for that. Take it away because there's spirits out there. You can be a Christian and be subject to demonic forces, dark spirits to to manipulate you. And it's important that's, that you just recognize That's it. different what I said. That's different. I'm saying that if somebody make me, Uh, go to big sand so even though he said or she said i'm a uh, forgiven but no you're sinning but we are not supposed to again we make mistake we make mistake every day yeah yeah but we can go and repent and whatever but i'm not saying Somebody can go kill and say, oh, I'm a Christian. Nothing is going to happen. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to zip my mouth. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 but I think, I think it's important, guys, because it, it, it's you got to be humble, though. Even Paul saying, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death, right? Because he knows that he continues to do things he doesn't want to do. So he's admitting, in my opinion, that he's saying he's a sinner. Right, and I think it's not bad to say that, but I do I do believe that in you the, should look at we, yourself like you're saved, you're a king, you're a priest. Because if you got that mindset and you're focused on it, then you're not going to fall. Exactly, free. exactly. So, so even though he says this, what's he? How's he end it? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind, 
but with my flesh I serve the law of sin. And when he ends this at the very end, what does he say? Um, right here he says, so then I myself serve the, uh, where is it? The wretched man that I am, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. There it is, thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Right, so who's gonna save you? It's obviously Jesus Christ our Lord. But good discussion, I think it is. It's a good point that you never wanna think of yourself as a sinner. Right, you want to think of yourself as a forgiven sinner. <laughs> yeah, <Right? laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's awesome discussion, guys. We're going to end with one song here, and um, tell you what, there's there there's uh, so many songs that I love here. I'm gonna I'm gonna just really bring this up to how great our Lord is, and um, I think it's an appropriate place <laughs> to, to song because uh, no matter what's going on, you know He's great. He's greater than us. Says, "Great are you, Lord." Go ahead, Gus. And we've got Psalm ninety-six, four and five. For great is the Lord, and grateful to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but mm. the Lord made the heavens. Mm. It's your breath in our lungs. Then the Lord God formed the man of the dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. Mm-hmm. Genesis 2 7. You give life, you are love. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. 1 John 4 and 8. You bring light to the darkness. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. That's John 1, 4 through 5. And then John 12, 46 says, I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Remember, you're not a sinner. (laughs) (laughs) You are a saint. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Give love.
light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. I've come in the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. Thank you, Lord. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Spirit, you may abound in hope. Romans 15, 13. Wow. What a beautiful night. And so uh, we're going to wrap it up there. I wanted to just make sure you guys knew that we'd love to have you get more involved in this ministry. And the way you do that is very simple. You just go to the website, blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two, teach.com. We're going to be updating the website to b2tministries.org since it's really a full-on ministry now as we do Word and Worship every Friday and Sunday. Sunday morning, we'd love to have you on at 10 a.m. CST live. We also do praise and prayer Mondays and Thursdays. And the best way to really engage with us is to just look at the blessedteach.com and see all the links. We have training there. We're doing an inner healing and deliverance training right now that's absolutely free. We have free show notes that you can get there for all our show notes. You got, yeah, you have backstage where everybody's back here on cameras where we were talking with Shuri and talking with Teresa and talking with Elizabeth and you see Linda and um, and uh, Annette actually praising back here and Gus is back. That's all backstage. It's called backstage. Well, that used to be $17.76 a month. We decided to go to a pay-forward model. Now you can come back here for free, right? We just want you back here. So don't let money be an issue. Come back to the backstage. We also have the neighborhood, which is a face full Facebook replacement for Christian patriots. And that's where we're really interacting. We're chatting together. We're doing Zoom groups together when we're not back here backstage. And then you'll see there's there we just updated today all the all the I guess uh, sanctioned groups that are you'll you'll see B2T um, Zoom groups 
or BGT uh, Bible Zoom groups, right? Where if you're, you're basically going to learn more about the Bible and, and really connect with other Christian patriots, that's what it's all about. So that's neighborhood.social. You can also download it on your phone. So these are all the different ways that we would love to connect with you. Um, but I'll give, I'll give Gus a little bit of the, the last word here before we, we head out, but I just wanted to make sure I invited you. You can also go to uh, become a partner. We'd love for you to become a partner. Just go to the donations tab. If you just give any more than a dollar a piece, you'll get a couple things. You're gonna get exclusive updates from this ministry about all our expansion plans, what our, what our vision and mission is, and how we're, how we're gonna be really going into more social media. We're gonna be going into live events. We're gonna be going into quite a few things, especially ready for the hurting. We wanna heal the brokenhearted and set the captives free. And uh, so if you want to be part of that ministry, uh, again, just, to, just any, anything that's a reoccurring donation. And then you're also going to get not only the exclusive ministry updates, you're also all, all, we have an intercessory prayer team that meets every Monday, and they're going to pray for every one of the partners. So I think you really enjoy um, just pouring into the ministry that way and, um, and, and then uh, reaping what, uh, what you're sowing there, planting into the ministry. I love it. Um, with that, Gus, Gus, how are you doing? And any last thoughts? Well, I think it was a good night. Uh, I love the theological challenge from uh, Sherry. It's always good. Challenge the word. I think uh, I just want to give a shout out to Elizabeth who said, I was a sinner saved by grace. <laughs> Which pretty much sums up that, that theory too. Uh, but also, I was looking. Yeah, I knew she, I had, she said I was right. That's the, that's the key part about I was it. <laughs> in a, in my grace. Uh, it's I, like so, grace, so, 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 so the way we would reconcile is saying, "Don't say I am." You say I was. <laughs> then you got it. Because <laughs> it's like we are in this grace period right now since Christ came to the end. But it's conflicting because you know when if, if we stumble. We repent, and what do we repent of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're repenting of the mistakes. But <laughs> we're still saved by grace. So it's one of those things. Mistakes. We don't have fear. We're not one of those that don't believe in Christ. We believe in Christ. And like I say, his burden is easy and his joke is light. I often say this mm -hmm. because he doesn't come down on us and expect us to be perfect all at once. We're a work in progress in this period of grace as we walk with him and become more and more like him because our minds are transformed by the renewing yeah. our, of our minds by the word. Um, There's no condemnation. That's the beautiful part. Right, right. Yeah. Because he sees our heart. Man, look at the outward, but he sees our heart. He knows our heart and knows where we're at. So when we stand before him, hopefully we're going to have a short list of things we're sorry for and things he knew we were working on and praying out to him. Lord, help me with this right here, you know. But uh, anyway, it was a good night. God bless you all. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, see you next yeah, week. Yeah. God bless you. L4Q is saying, uh, "Did you did you see that El Chapo's son was arrested? That's interesting." So, so yeah. that, that's pretty well. I do want to end this with a quick prayer, real quick, and just say, uh, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for allowing us to have this platform to be able to to just teach. And, uh, and dig into your word, Lord, on word and worship, and, and also just praise you and worship you with these beautiful worship songs. What a huge privilege yes, this is, Lord. We just thank you. We submit this ministry to you. May the Holy Spirit fire fall down on this ministry and everyone mm. that touches it, Lord. May you just give them a hundredfold increase to everything they sow into it and just give them the reaping 
um, beyond measure. Lord, we love you so much. We mm-hmm. submit everything yes, to you. We Lord. say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. If, that, if that, if everybody mm-hmm. wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Mm. Goodbye and thank you, Rick. And yeah, God. God bless. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you. God bless. Love you. Have a good day. Have a good day. Good day. Good day. Bye, Elizabeth. Bye, everybody. Let's go. Trying to leave here. There you go. Yeah, it's hard to go, isn't it? Yeah. Hello. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes. I was a sinner saved by grace, but in humility.